Hello everyone and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host Simone and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today we have with us Jewel and Jewel if you can introduce yourself and tell everybody how we met. Hey what's up everyone my name is Jewel. Um, Simone and I met years ago when we were kids. Many many years ago. I guess like I don't know I was what 10 maybe? It was, a while. it was a long time ago, yeah. but yeah, like ages ago. Now I'm 27, so that was forever ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a minute ago, but yeah, that's how we met. Um, my stepbrother was, well, is because uh, Kenny and Amara, they're still friends. They're, yeah. they're best friends, guess, yeah. and, um, and Simone is Kenny's little sister. So Kenny and Simone will always come over, and when Amari and Kenny and their other friends would play, then, you know, me and Simone were the only girls, so we would be together. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's how we met. Yeah, so um, where are you from? Bowie, Maryland. I'm from Bowie. Um, PG County? Yeah, PG County. <laughs> I wouldn't really say I'm from Bowie. Cause, but I mean, I guess they say like when you were to high school, that's where, like where you lived when you were in high school, that's where you're from. But yeah. but PG Where would you County. say you're from? I would just overall say PG, but I know mm-hmm. I, I like, I was born in Laurel and I was grew up in Temple Hills. From, I lived in Temple Hills since I was 12, and then we moved up to Marlboro and then to Bowie. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, most of my life, majority of my life, I spent, I guess you could say, in um, Temple Hills, but now I was leaning towards Bowie now because right, right. I lived there since I was 17. Right. So, what do you find interesting? Um, well, I mean, my int- like, well, music, writing. What about music? I just I, I songwrite and I'm an artist too, so I like to I like to put together melodies. I like to arrange songs, and um, you know I write all my own songs. So how did you get involved with like writing songs and writing music? Well, I've always leaned towards writing. I never was a math and science person, so mm-hmm. I just always write. And um, I just I don't know. One day I would just literally sit and I just make up songs and write poetry and stuff. <clears throat> when I got to college, I started recording for the first time. Somebody had like a makeshift studio mm-hmm. in their closet, and so we just were playing around <laughs> with it. Yeah, then, something a little like this. No, like, literally though, it was. It was like padded, you know, like the yeah. the the, um, the eggshell padding, and he had a setup in his closet. Yeah, and then from there, you know. Do you so, remember the first song that you wrote? The first song that I wrote. Okay, ooh, all right, so this is taking it back to when I was in high school. Me and my friends used to make up songs. Mm-hmm. Me, and, me and my best friend, Kirsten, we literally would make up songs to, like, other songs that were on the radio. So we made up this song called No Drawsy <laughs> to Bossy by Khalees. How did it go? It went, it was like, <laughs> No Drawsy. Like, it literally was the same, you know, key and melody, but yeah. only... Yeah, we were silly. So we would just make up songs. We made a song, a Robin Thicke song one time. So we would just sit and make up songs and record it on our computer and save it on our MP3 player. Did you, like, ever play them for anybody at that yeah, point? Yeah, we oh. would listen to yeah, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, we would listen to them, and we would just sit and play Because this is back when the MP3 players were, like, this big. Yeah. So we would upload it to our computers and put it on our MP3 players mm-hmm. and play. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, so how were you guys recording at that point? Well, you know, okay, so... You know how, like, with the computers, you had the microphone and mm-hmm. those really oh, long, okay. skinny mics? Yeah. So that's what I would use, the microphone. <laughs> and I know what, like, program on the computer I was recording off of. It's probably some bootleg downloaded thing, because this is back when LimeWire was big. Yeah. So I was yeah. probably doing, like, everything illegal on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun back then. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you can't even, like, watch a movie anymore, like... 
I was trying to watch, watch uh, Dark Knight the other day, and they took it off of Netflix, and I'm like, really? Yeah, they that took it off of Netflix. I don't. I like. They don't have it on Directv, Netflix, Amazon. Like everything is like three ninety nine to pay for it. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing this. Wow. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite movie? Favorite movie of all time is Bridget Jones' Diary. I've never seen that. What is it? Yeah. Okay. So, it's with Renee Zellweger and Colin Firth, but um, it's a British film. It's a rom com. Okay. They pretty much. It's about this middle aged woman. She can't find love, but she ends up. Find in love, you know, with Comfort's character, who's Mark Darcy. And Mark Darcy is kind of a recycled character from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Because it's the same person that's um, from it. But I don't know if they did that on purpose or what. But they use the same name. And mm-hmm. it's the same person that played them. So it's like... <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much just about her. She's, she writes a diary. It's like and... a time period piece? No, it's... it's um It was set... Well, like, it came out, like, in the early 2000s. But it okay. was set then. It was okay. set in that time. Yeah, so, but yeah, and they came up with like three of them. So, Bridget Jones, Diary, Bridget Jones, Edge of Reason, and then the third one was when she had a baby. And that was in theaters, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's my favorite movie. Have you ever thought about like making movies also? Because it seems like you're very interested in like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really would like for my music to be played in films. Yeah. And, like, you know, I definitely would love to have that, like, have my music in movies. But I've never really thought about doing, um, like, making film. That would be that is kind of cool, though. Like, I like making my... Like, I like to design my own music videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, little mini short films. But that would be cool. That's something I think about. Yeah. What's your favorite music video that you shot so far? My favorite one... I would have to say is the Gram, because it was a pool party. And it was just, like, genuine fun. Yeah. Um, my other ones are fun, too. Like, All Good, that was fun, because I shot that in the arcade. So that was cool. How do you find these places to like, you have to like literally rent out the space for these places or do you just know people on like? For the, for all good, I just so happened to stumble across Atlas Arcade and, and well, they close it down now, but back when they were open, I just came across them and I asked them if it would be cool if I could, you know, shoot a music video there. And the guy was really, really cool. Um, he was just like, yeah, I like supporting, you know, uh, young people Local that artists, are doing something yeah. positive. So he didn't charge me anything. Wow. Yeah. That's and what it, it was on like a day that was slow. So he was just like coming between this time and do what you gotta do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were like so into music. Kenny is like really, well, he used to be more into music, but now he's like more into film. Yeah. 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 No, like I, that's, that's just my passion. I feel like that's, that's really what it is that I want to do. I mean, even if I don't like, you know, become this huge artist, I still want to be able to just uh, live off of doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if I songwrite for other artists, you know, or place my songs in, you know, commercials, videos, or whatever. Yeah. So, what's your dream job? My dream job. My dream job, honestly, would be to. I really want to be a touring artist. I want to go on tour. Mm-hmm. And even if I did it overseas, that would be really cool. Or to work out of a studio and to be like a hand songwriter for the artists on the label. Or yeah. Like that. So yeah, I would say those are my two top things that I think about wanting to do every day, all the time. What was it like your first time, like being on stage? It was. Ner- I was nervous. I will not lie. I was really, really nervous because um, I'm not really a stage... Like, I don't like stage person. Yeah. I'm not that person. 
Like when I was oh, okay, well, I guess it makes sense why you'd rather be like the songwriter, like mm-hmm. you know, like behind the scenes. But I got used to it though. But mm-hmm. at first, like no, I was really shy. You could just tell, you know, when you can tell that somebody's yeah, and it just makes <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like I have like awful stage fright. Like I'm not like I'm kind of oh I don't know. I used to be really shy when I was younger. I obviously you know that. Um, but now I feel like I'm more extroverted, but still like not a person that like wants to be on stage. Like true. I can command attention, but, like, I wouldn't want to be on stage, I feel, you know? Yeah, it takes time. Like, it definitely took me a few shows to get to the point where it's comfortable. You know, like, even when I started throwing my own shows, like, when I started throwing the kickbacks, like, it took me to the, like, the last one where I really felt, like, I had fun. You know, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed being on stage in front of everybody and stuff. It was just my natural habitat. But at first, I just would still want to be in the backdrop. Like, I would have Carl host it. And then I would come on when it's time for me to do my set. But other than that, I wasn't really, like, in the mix because I just didn't. I don't really like the whole on-stage thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to get used to and grow into. What made you get on stage for the first time? Was it, like, you just, like, had to at that point? Or um, was somebody pushing you? Or were you pushing yourself? I think whenever... Yeah, it's usually... I, I had that battle. It's me pushing myself. Like, the first time I can kind of remember being on stage, like, rapping was when I was in college and when I did the variety shows in mm-hmm. my school and I did the homecoming shows in my school. And so it kind of was just like a challenge to me, Yeah, you know, to do that. What school did you go to? Wesley in Delaware. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that an HBCU? No, it's right down the street from Dell State. Dell oh. State's the, that's the okay. HBCU. Okay. But it's literally like right down the road. Yeah. What was your experience like going to a PWI? Mm. <laughs> I mean, honestly... It's so funny because I never ever looked at Wesley as a PWI, but it is. It's just a really small school, and it's a it's um, a liberal, it's a private school too. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. I guess just it for me is different because it was such a small school, so it wouldn't. I guess my experience wouldn't be the same as somebody that went to like a bigger school. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, white people going white people. You know, like for real, like all the way down to the cafeteria. Like, yeah, you might come in there one day and see the crowd is mixed, but for real, it would be the baseball Pretty team, segregated, the hockey yeah. team. You know, there would be nice, the baseball team throws parties, and they don't want black people to come into their house. Wow. Like, you would literally have to be somebody that they know and like. Like, my boy Carl, he's the one that hosts all my shows. Carl, all the white people loved him on campus. Mm-hmm. Love him. And it, Carl's this big black guy. They went to the method. But yeah. they love him. And <laughs> you can only get into their party with him. Yeah. If you're black. That's How do they, like, justify it? Are they just, like, blatantly racist? Just Carl. Or? I don't know how they justify well, I mean, like, it. The, um, the white people who, like, wouldn't let you in the party, like, so is it, like, when you're trying to come in, they're just like, oh, you can't come here? Yeah, like, they'll, like, they'll pull some OLS capacity, but then, like, oh, you'll step off, and then, yeah. like, white people come up behind you. Yeah. And then you're like... Okay, I see what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And then we literally got part of the Divine Nine, maybe my last year there. We we got the Kappas, AKs came. Wait, so y'all didn't have any? Uh, wow. No. Okay. Apparently they had Sigmas like years ago. All right, well, actually, the year, the year before I got there, so I guess in 09, they had the Sigmas mm-hmm. or... They had like a joint chapter through Dale State. Yeah. But then they left. So, you know, but yeah, that's what that's how they got the the Kappas there. They did like a joint thing through Dale State. Mm-hmm. And then same with the Qs. But the AKs are actually Wesley AKs, I would yeah. say. 
True. I was going to say the Qs always get kicked off campus, so that doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> that, but see, this would be the first time in history ever that Wesley College had Qs. Yeah. But I, I don't know if they still like consider them chaptered through Dell State, but they were Wesley College Qs. I'm surprised they haven't done anything crazy yet, but... It's coming. <laughs> right? The Kappas got suspended, though, their first year there, which is hilarious. I think they got in trouble over a party. Somebody broke a window at a house, and the cops ended up getting yeah. called. So I think they got kicked off after that party. Imagine how many, like, baseball team parties that's happened at and, like, nobody gets kicked off mm-hmm. or, like, nobody gets punished. Uh-uh. I remember when, like, even when the white fraternities, like, I love Phi Caps and APD, but Phi Caps were, they were forever suspended, but always wore their letters, always had parties. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But Phi Caps really were banned from the campus, but they moved <laughs> as if they weren't. Yeah. You know? So. Like, what was the thing that you learned the most from college? What was the best thing you learned from college? How do I ask that question? The best thing I learned from college? Honestly, I don't even know. Like, I really had fun. What was the best thing I learned? Honestly, I can't say. I think the college is a big waste of time to make some money. Really? Mm. It's definitely a big waste of money. I don't know if it's a waste of time. It's not a waste of time, but it's definitely a waste of money. Yeah. It's definitely a waste of money. I mean... Especially when you think about what your dollars are going towards. Because I would just see all the unnecessary fees that would come yeah. out. Like, for my school, it like I said, it's a smaller school. So mm-hmm. we had student activity fees and stuff, as most schools do. But it's like, where are these student activity fees going to? We don't even have real homecoming. Like, we didn't have performers. We didn't have... Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, Did you guys have any... like? So you had a baseball team, but did you have like football, yeah, basketball? Um, yeah, our football team was great. Oh, know, okay. we, were, we were definitely... Uh, we were top in our division. But it's just like, I never saw where the activity fee stuff was going like we y'all don't give us parties y'all won't let us have you know so yeah. it's like i felt like wesley was kind of a scam i don't know it, it was a good school though it's a good liberal arts school i definitely enjoyed my psych program and all that but like when it comes down to certain unnecessary ways that they were getting your money mm-hmm. i was just like mm, i don't know yeah the biggest scam is textbooks though in college that, that that's is crazy too. like 500 600 dollars on books and then when you look at this edition before that it's like the three dollars like like yeah it's or when it's so much cheaper but it's like literally like what like three words have changed mm-hmm. between editions or yeah. teachers that don't use the book yeah. but then want you to have the book because they're going to pull it out at one time at the end of the semester mm-hmm. i had one professor that actually wrote his, my stats professor he wrote his his own book to that class yeah so you had to get it yeah i had a professor that did that too like that shit was drawing. So what's your um, ideal Saturday night? Well, if I'm not working, that's literally, that's the ideal Saturday <laughs> night. Not working. <laughs> but um, I like to come out to the city and just have fun. I like to get lit with my friends. Mm-hmm. Velvet. Just, just do hood rat shit with your friends. Literally, though, that's it. <laughs> hood rat shit with my friends. Velvet Lounge, anything on U Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love U Street. I'm like, I don't know. I need to start going to more places, though, because I usually go to, like, the same, like, one or two places, and there's so many places on U Street, like... Yo, I'm the same way. My friends make fun of me. My one friend was like, you're not going to find the love of your life in Velvet. Like, <laughs> well, if I do, I'll let you know. Little do they know. I'm always here. So. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like Cheers. You go to a place where everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. There's definitely perks to that, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Drink free, get in for free. Why mm-hmm. not? So, if you uh, cheated on your partner and you're only planning on doing it once, would you tell them? Mm. No, I don't believe in telling on myself. 
Like, people are going to do that for you. Yeah. Don't Wait, so you wouldn't want to, like, you wouldn't feel the guilt of, like, cheating? Or, like, you would sacrifice the guilt that you feel for comfort? I would, I would definitely feel the guilt, but I would redeem myself in other ways. Like, I mean, it sounds shitty, but it's like, I would... <laughs> you just said that sounds shitty? Yeah, it's I mean, like, like... It sounds really fucked up, but I guess if you get a random gift or something, <laughs> you know, like... It's like, oh, she's trying to... Like, yeah, I am, actually. I think that the only issue with that is, like, them finding out from someone else is a lot worse than them finding out from you. But see, that's why you have to move the way that... If you're going to move that way, then you have to move exactly that way yeah you know what i'm saying so that means you can't be dealing with nobody's mouthy like you can't deal with somebody that you think is going to try you know backfired on you and Mm -hmm. out you one day you just if you're going to do it you have to i think you have to literally think about it yeah the whole entire outcome of what can happen and consequences and that's that's you know if i were to do that i would think it all the way through but most people (laughs) don't yeah i mean like what's in the dark you know always comes to the light so i feel like there's only so much that you can plan for that honestly. is true but i don't know I, I i feel like that shit something like that might not ever catch me until i'm like 60 they be like yeah i remember because <laughs> i i just now i have another question like so if you found out your partner cheated on you like 20 years ago like once would you would that bother you at all or 20 years ago that's yeah. wild see like hurt hurts so it doesn't matter like how old it but Cause then, like for the for twenty years, I've been thinking, yeah, I would feel a lot too. I always tell people like this is what I told my ex. I, I was like, if you ever do anything, don't ever tell me, because mm-hmm. I will never ever look at you the same. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna do what you want to do, and you're gonna you feel like in your heart you have to do it, then please leave me out and do not tell me, because I promise you, I will never ever look at you the same or treat you wow. the same. Yeah, ever. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. So. That's how I am. <laughs> like, for real, I'd rather not know. You know, I, I'm the, you know, don't don't yeah. ask, don't tell type person. So that's... I'm like, I feel like, I'm, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I, mm, I would want to know. I just don't. I would never, because I already know <laughs> that it would really, like, especially if I really, really love you, and I really, I, I'm like, I can't, I cannot mm-hmm. know. So, like, like, cheating is, like, the non-negotiable in your relationship, or is there... It all depends because it's like you know how if you're dealing with somebody and you really really fuck with them and it's just, I mean if it was the case then they wouldn't cheat on you so yeah yeah cheating is kind of a deal breaker I mean it all depends on what stage we are in the relationship like mm-hmm. say if we two three years in we have history you know we've talked about marriage we have plans and stuff and then you know if something happens or then I don't know, you know, I guess that's something that needs to be talked about and brought to the drawing board. It all depends on what both parties willing to do to mm-hmm. make it work or whatever the case may be. But if it's like six months, seven months in, like, and you're cheating already, then it's like, <laughs> you know, like what? <laughs> like, why are we even together? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't, we haven't even gotten through a year yet and you're already cheating. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like trying to make like the case against it because it's like you might as well cheat early if you're gonna cheat, right? Like, I mean, see, the thing is, if you cheating early on yeah. like that, then that means y'all should have never sealed the deal. I don't, but like maybe it's like I'm just trying to make sure that this I still want to continue with this relationship. I'm just like devil's advocate right now, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, but then, like I say, if you're gonna if if you're gonna do all that, then you have to do it in a way that it will never come to out, you know, to play. Or, you know, nobody else will ever know. 
But my thing is, early on, I feel like that's the last time to be cheating. Mm-hmm. Is because that's when you're in honeymoon stage. That's when yeah. you're all sweet for it. Like, when somebody asks you to be their girlfriend, it's, oh, can you be my girlfriend? It's with the, the cake, the dinner, all that shit. So it's like, you're cheating and you did all this. Like, you did the cars, the candy. You know, you yeah. put on the works and it's like, ew. And you're three weeks in the week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Just yeah. four weeks ago, you asked me to be your girlfriend. <laughs> we just had dinner. Like, yeah. what do you mean? So that's why I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at cheating has to take place. Like, it has to be, like, a real fuck up. Like, a dang, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. we were on the outs. I didn't know what we were. Like, that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But if somebody was blatantly out here in the streets when they just actually be their girlfriend a month ago, man, that's a problem. Yeah. Have you ever asked somebody to, like, be your girlfriend? Like, you've, like, did, like, one of those, like, prom proposal type things? Oh, no. Not like <laughs> that. Have I? No. Not like that. <laughs> What was like the um the fanciest way that you proposed proposed is it, how, what do you call it like I don't even know because exactly. like it's not can you go you pre propose you like, want to go with me <laughs> I'm weak um dang it I can't I'm trying to think so like I don't know because like one of my girlfriends we were just always together we just started hanging out together one day mm-hmm. and never stopped so me and her dated for like eight, two years almost. And then my last girlfriend, I actually met my girlfriend in front of a Wendy's. You know the Wendy's over there? <laughs> <laughs> Off of Florida Ave? Yeah. yeah. The one that's, uh, that oh, fucked the up the intersection? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The intersection. But yeah, so I don't think I've ever had a, um, a romantic, will you be my girlfriend mm-hmm. moment. Have I? I don't think I have. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't now that I think about it. But I can be romantic. But I think, you know, I feel like I started dating, like, really early when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. I was just over it. And I was that's when I dated guys. And so it's like, they just ruined it for me. <laughs> so now I just they be over everything. it. Yeah, like, so now I just be over it. You know, like, yeah, I still have that sweet side in me. And yeah, yeah, I can get romantic if I want to. But it's like, after you go out your way to do these things with these people, all, like, and it just... And you're like, okay, I'm just sweet for it. Fuck it. Yeah. And I don't know. So I feel like I, I just really like doing, like cute shit but i'm like really not trying to be like anybody's girlfriend right now i feel you like i feel you i feel you that's a that's a definitely a rough in between because i definitely like i like the idea of having a girlfriend and doing like fun and cute shit with somebody you know the picture like yeah like the comfortable shit like you know like but then it just be the extra shit that come with it like I'm about to say like, like caring about someone, but no, um. no, but really no, because like no, you're right, because right? like after my last relationship, like I really, really did, I, like I was so seriously in love with my ex to the point where I used to think I'm like, dang, if anything ever happened, like if I ever, I was like, you know, when you fall in love with somebody, now you have to worry about another loved one, yeah, you know, and it's just like a heavy yeah. feeling, like I'm just like I don't like that, like of course we feel that about our mom and our dad, you know, and our siblings and shit, but, but that's like. Like, that's um, like an unconditional yeah it's, it's something that has to be there yeah it's like yeah that's okay so this sounds like crazy but like that's like one of like my reservations with like getting a dog it's like I'm gonna like put all this love into this creature just, for them just to... to know that it's gonna die before I do exactly like, exactly and that's the same exact feeling that I had be, at, like in the midst of I mean dating Donna like cause we were together for a year and some change and it's just like once you enter that part where it's like I would literally feel devastated if we ever broke up or if God forbid like something happened to you or something like that yeah then it's like okay it's too heavy I can't take it yeah like Lauren London right now like that Nipsey Hussle I heard for her that's 
I could not even imagine. Like, my brain can't even, like, really comprehend that he's, like, actually, like, That hurts to know that, like, she really, that was her somebody. So she went to bed with him every night, woke up to him every morning, and then now, one day, you wake up, you're not waking up next to the person that you were with. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. But would you rather have, like, loved like that and lost or, like, never loved at all? You know, like, that cliche, like, quote. I mean, yeah, because, like, she'll always have those memories, and she'll always know who he was to her, mm-hmm. but then it's just, like, they're young, like, they have a two-year-old, you know, that's young, yeah. they were still a young love, they still had so much love and life to live together, so, I mean, who's to say that she even really got the full, you know, experience of what it is that they were, you know, like, that's the whole shitty part yeah. about it, you just never know, like, when you fall in love with somebody, and something like that happens, it's like, damn, like, I saw myself with you forever, yeah. and I forever was only three years, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, it hurts, I don't know, that really hurts, because I don't think she'll ever be able to love anyone like that again. Yeah. You know, Especially so. with, like, that fear of, like, I don't know. Definitely. That's just very dramatic. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, that's, like... So, yeah, that's why sometimes I try not to be too sweet. I just be like, I don't know. <laughs> that sucks, though. Like, it sucks to have to, like, hold yourself back from, like... Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, it's fun. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just too nice. Like, I'm just too sweet when it comes down to... Especially with girls. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. way too... Like, I will get... So, that's why I just have to pull off the plate. I don't care. Yeah. But really, deep down, I mean, I care. I'm not fuck with you. But <laughs> I have to pull the... I have to be the one doing the one-word tags. I yeah. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll mean, be looking back at some of my thirds like, ew, why are they even still talking to me? <laughs> like, not, I don't even want to talk to me. Like, but yeah. Um, so if you could perform a song with any artist, dead or alive, who would you pick? Honestly, dang, you said dead or alive. Can I pick two? Yeah, we can do we can do both categories. You want to do like one dead, dead and one alive? All right, yeah. All right, dead Whitney Houston, and oh, I'm right. I'm not even really a big singer. Like I can, I can hold a note, mm-hmm. but she sings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I don't know why. But I want to do um, I'm every woman, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to dance with somebody. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's just fun Whitney Houston vibes. Yeah, my my favorite Whitney Houston ones are like the the sad ones. I'm trying to figure, remember what the song is called. I think it was it was the one where like it's like the husband she's it's somebody else's husband that she's sleeping with. Oh damn! Yeah. Is there a music video to this? I don't know honestly. Was it "I Will Always Love You"? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah okay um yes yes mm-hmm. yeah from the Bodyguard right? I don't know. Honestly. Yeah yeah the, the, yeah the song <laughs> from the Bodyguard. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't know that she was. Maybe I need to go back and listen to the song. I didn't know. That. I think that's the one. But that's but that is one where she's pretty much saying like we have to go like our time yeah. is up. But yeah. I always love it. Yeah, I was listening to her greatest hits one day on um, iTunes because I used my mom has the album, but now that we all everything's on iTunes, you can mm-hmm. just pull it up on there. But I I listen to her greatest hits like faithfully. For real, what are you yeah. saying? She I'm honestly something. not that much of like a music listener. Really? Yeah, I like. Like right now, I'm like listening to podcasts like heavy. I'm just like really mm-hmm. into that. Um, but also, my car doesn't like the Oxport doesn't work, oh. so it's like it makes it just like that much harder to mm-hmm. like listen to music. <clears throat> so yeah, like I'm like the one person in 2019 that still listens to the radio. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but podcasts are cool to listen to too. I was in <clears throat> my lift the other day, 
And this woman was listening to a podcast. It was called My Favorite Murders. Oh, I've heard about that one. Yeah. They have a lot of murder podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the one Lex was telling was telling us about, well, oh, we listened yeah. to it. What was it called? Happy Face? or Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it, it's just, I don't know, it sounds deep. It gets you into it. It's just like, oh, shit. Because I like, I mean, it's like a book on tape. I always like for somebody to read to me. Like, people's voice is soothing. Yeah. So I don't, I wouldn't mind, like, doing a road trip and listening to a podcast the whole way through instead of music. Yeah, I feel like the podcast, it helps, like, because they're, like, an hour long. So, like, mm-hmm. it just feels better, especially when driving. Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like your ride is as long, I guess, because I hate driving. <laughs> No, I'm just bad at it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What's your weakest quality in your relationships? Oh, man. Uh, Okay, I guess, like... Alright, like I said, I love going out and hanging out with my friends. Mm -hmm. So I think that... That can sometimes get in the way, because, like, when I go out with my friends and I get lit and all that. But you know how, like, you know how when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to always be in the house, on the phone with them. I can't Going out with them. Yeah. So it's just like, bruh, that'd be in the way. Like, like, so I guess, you know, the whole choosing thing, and then, like I said, I'm strong on... Like, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer in the quote, like, my friends are, were here before you and they're going to be here after you. Yeah. You know, even if, like, yeah, I mean, people get married and stuff and then then that, that beats that, that you know, that, yeah. that now you that leveled wrong. up. Yeah. yeah, but it's just, other than that, like, I'm not about to go out my way to, to you know, blow my friends off or, like, stop hanging out with them. Or, like, I'll blow them off from my yeah. girl, but to stop, like, doing things that I normally do, like, no. Because then, like, say two years, three years around, and then you're gone, and it's like... Well, now what do I do? Exactly. Yeah, I feel that. Like, I didn't build my whole life around you, my social life, everything, and Mm -hmm. now, you know, my friends are kind of like this small image in the picture, and now I gotta go back to them, like, oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I'm like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm single again. They're like, bitch, fuck you. Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, that. So it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely been in that situation of, like, choosing... A significant other over friends and yeah i'd never like to be there again you know yeah. like, it's, it's also like putting your eggs all in one basket like yeah. you have to have like a support system outside of your relationship in yeah. order for it to be at least healthy that's true that's very true but yeah um, are you religious at all yeah okay. um, I, said, I was like yeah <laughs> yeah i believe in god i would consider myself to be a christian mm-hmm. you know i have faith i pray um I'm not really big on church, but I do, when I feel like when I go, it's perfect. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the message is just for me. I don't know, like it just because when I go, it's really like something has brought me there. It's yeah. like I really need to go to church and really sit and get my thoughts together and you know figure out some things that are going on in my life. Like you know, just bring understanding to certain things that I can't understand. So. So, yeah, it's just really crazy. Every time I go, I feel like the sermon and the message is just, like, right on point. It's, like, too much of a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. I was... I used to be... I feel like... Well, I don't know if I was ever, like, super religious. I just had to go to church. Um, 
But, yeah, right now, I felt like I wasn't really getting anything from, like, going to church as much. So, like, True. that's kind of why I stopped going. True. I feel and like also, it's definitely like, something that you got to do. With, like, when, you, when you're when you forced, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's like, residual. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I'm just defiant now, like, mm-hmm. since I'm no longer forced. Yeah. But. It's definitely a... Um, it's like a anything. Like, you just got to... It's something that has to... It's going to work for you when it works for you. Like, like, I know one of my friends, she wasn't really religious... I mean, she was, but she just wasn't, you know, really that religious. But then, you know, something tragic happened in her life, and then it just changed things, kind of. You know, I'm not saying it made her, like, holy now, Bible, but yeah. she just kind of got more in tune of, you know, faith in God. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it just all depends on what speaks to your heart and how. Whether, even if it's not, like, Christian uh, Christianity or whatever, like, you know, even if it's, like, Buddhist and things like that. I kind of was interested in, in, in like, uh... Buddhism? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a cool religion. I like it. I have, like, a tattoo that kind of, like, is, like, a Buddhist <coughs> sy- symbol. Yeah? Yeah, like, culturally appropriate. Yeah, I want to read more into it. That and Rastafarianism. My brother, yeah, he's, he's into that, obviously. <laughs> it seems um, Have cool. you ever, like, strayed from the church at all? Um, no. I mean, like... I wasn't, like, okay, so I wasn't really forced to go to church. Like, my mom didn't really make it a thing. She went to church, but, like, it wasn't, like, a, oh, you have to go to church okay. thing. Um, so it was very easy for you to, like, make your own decisions about what yeah, you believe. Yeah, Like, so I wouldn't say there was ever a time that I was, like, F you, God, I'm not good. You know, mm-hmm. like, no, like, I've always been a believer. I've always, you know, believe in the works that he does. But I just, I never could just take the time and sit down in church for, like, two and a half hours, you know, I just I don't know. Yeah, that was the one thing I liked about like Catholic church. Same. Was like it's an hour and you're out. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. <laughs> yep. And then me going to Catholic schools, like I was just more so used to going to mass. But mm-hmm. I'm not Catholic. My family's not Catholic. Yeah. I just went to Catholic school. So whenever Sunday will roll around, they try to drag me to Ebenezer. I'm just like, I already went to church. Two hours, three hours. Yeah. I'm just so used to an hour. You know. You do the, say the word and you get your communion and mm-hmm. do your hymns and you call it a day. That's another thing maybe that I don't like about like church just like the time because I'm a person that likes to keep moving so it's like mm-hmm. well, oh my god like are you seriously gonna be here for another like 30 minutes or something yeah. so yeah and then when you go to the last service say if you go to the 11 o'clock one that's the last you'll service. be out until well, like sometimes 2 33 like they like, don't care they don't care they're like oh, I'm gonna take my time <laughs> Like, please, don't. 12 o'clock service. Like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm here for a reason. Like, oh, wait. What's your most unpopular opinion? Hmm. Oh my gosh. All right. It's actually really funny. <laughs> It's honestly, it's like, it's so funny. All right. It's not funny, but it's, it's an unpopular opinion for me. But to me, I, I don't understand. Like, I'm gay, as you already know, but I just feel like when guys are gay, it's different. You know? What do you mean? Like, all right, I don't care. Like, I believe that we can love who we want to love. It's cool for man to love a man, but it's the whole sexual act <laughs> that I can't get, like, because yeah. it's not supposed to be that way. Yeah. You know, it's for out, not for, and so I just feel like. But like straight people do that too, like, and I but I, I still feel like it, it's not supposed to be done. Yeah, 
So I guess like and it's and I've said this to people and they're like, Jewel, like how do you think you're gay? I'm like, Yeah, and I'm also not <laughs> taking it up the bus. So I mean yeah. I don't know. Like I mean I love all love, but it's just like I guess I, in my, the perfect gay man relationship with me is just two men that love each other and don't have sex, I guess. <laughs> like, it's like, well, well, I'm enjoying what I'm enjoying. Why can't yeah. they? But so, yeah, I guess that's my... That was not where I was expecting it to go. <laughs> I know, but that's the only thing I could think of. Like, yeah, yeah. Because anything other than that, like, like when people do the unpopular opinions on Twitter, I'd be like, oh, Yo, that's, okay, that's so... funny. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, mine is way wilder. Yeah, like, it's like, they're not even, like, unpopular. <laughs> Like, that's my issue with all the unpopular opinions. How are you getting, like, what, upwards of, like, 10,000 retweets and, like, that's unpopular? Right. Like, come on now. I guess it's shit that people secretly be feeling. It's like, <laughs> uh, somebody finally said it. Would you ever get plastic surgery? Uh-uh. Nope. Really? Yeah, I don't, like, like, I've never gone under. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, the idea of, like, mm-mm. yeah. You know, I never even, I mean, I hope to God I never even have to have surgery. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, I wonder if there's anyone that's never had surgery before in their life. I don't think I have. But I'm saying, like, I mean... But, like, my life isn't... Yeah, yeah, like, think about, like, is there anyone anyone that's never had to have surgery? But I just don't like the idea of, like, cutting on, like, you know, and all that. Then going under, because I'm like, what if I don't come back awake? Is that, like, the scary part for you? Or, like, is it, like, the fear of it, like, being botched? Or just the fear of going under that like I think it's the fear of going under for real for real because it's like I don't know how that's gonna feel like Mm -hmm. that's lost time that I don't know about I've passed out before and it's weird it's like yeah like when I was at um McNamara I passed out and like what I can't remember from it was like it feels like you just like slipped into space see and then you come back and like it is scary it's like how, how long were you passed out it was like two or three minutes maybe yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, I don't know actually. How would I know how long? I was see, like, I would like, that's, like that's crazy though. Yeah. So imagine being under for like two, three hours. Like, yeah, but know? I mean, like it's like the same thing as being asleep, kind of like. Yeah, but it's a forced sleep. Yeah. It's like you know you're rolling away into the room. You know yeah. you know what they're about to do when they tell you to count backwards, and it's just like fuck, <laughs> like. And then you're just laying there getting cut on. Yeah, I wasn't scared at first. Now you're kind of like these. Yeah. I would I would get plastic surgery though I think. Really? Yeah. What would you get plastic surgery? I would like get a boob job. I would just like lift oh, my boobs right. up. Every girl says that. Yeah, I feel like I like everything else on my body, but I just like you know, yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm weak. <laughs> I would just lift them up a little. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can only work out so much like that. You can you know. These work. What are yeah. you called? Kegels, I think. No. No, those aren't kegels. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, just chill out. (laughs) No. Oh, I was like, never mind, they're not. (laughs) I'm weak. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yo, that's funny. So, would you um, propose to your partner or would you want them to propose to you? I would, yeah, you know, honestly, I would propose to my partner. I feel like, unless I got caught off guard. Then it's just like, oh my gosh. Well, I guess I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I have to turn into a little girl. <laughs> but now Do I'm you like cool. surprises or do you like being the surpriser? Yeah, I like surprises. Oh, I think yeah. it's equal. Mm-hmm. I think that definitely, you know, both parties in my case can can do both things. Yeah. You know. I don't mind receiving a surprise. 
It shows that, like, you're being thought about. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. I've always thought, I mean, being, like, heterosexual, um, that I couldn't imagine proposing to somebody else, but it would be really fun to, yeah. like, just plan that whole thing out, like, surprise parties and everything. That would be. It's just crazy how society is made look like it's stupid for women to propose to a man. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. And that then, gives him like too much power like it's not even about that it's just like I look at it as I mean I think that the perfect example of a woman proposing to a man was when Chrissy proposed to Jim Jones like that was the dumbest shit I think I've ever seen because this man if he's made it super clear like y'all been <laughs> together for so long and all that if he wanted to propose to you he would have yeah. been proposed to you so you went and kind of threw a surprise party proposal for him and I'm like I think you already knew where he stood with it and I yeah. don't even think they even still got married Damn. I don't even know if that's embarrassing like I couldn't imagine like <laughs> yeah that I don't know if Chris I don't know don't quote me on that but I mean <laughs> but I just never forget when she did that mm-hmm. I was like Chrissy baby he don't want to marry you and I feel like she did that to like, oh, well, he don't want to marry me. Well, I'm going to, you know, like yeah. you can't rush a man to do something they don't want to do. And then you doing that, it kind of just looks a little silly. But it just all depends on the situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you plan on getting married? Yeah, I definitely would love to get married. That's, that's the plan. Do you also plan on having kids? Yeah, I want kids. I definitely want somebody that looks like me, but I just don't want to have this kid. I don't want to go through. The... That's expensive not to have the kid, though. I know, isn't it? Yeah. So I always think about that, too. I'm just like, yeah. fuck. But I just, I don't know. I can't imagine going through the pain of childbirth. Yeah, I've always thought about, like, surrogates, if I can afford that. I feel like it's the best route for, like, just everybody involved. Do it. Yeah. yeah, there's people that legit want to give birth, but then they don't. <laughs> like, they just want to be a service to you. Yeah. So I was like, why, why would I not like, yeah. <laughs> let them be there and do what they want to do? Yeah. I was I thinking don't. about like if I have kids and like some of them are surrogates and some of them are actually mine. It's like, well, they have like that like battles. Like you didn't even come from mom. Um, like, <laughs> but see, like if it's your eggs, so yeah, it's still, it's, yeah, your you know. And I don't know. I wouldn't even explain all that to my kid. For real, that's just a lot. Everybody yeah. did the same story. What would be the most important lesson that you would teach your child? I would definitely. The most important lessons, definitely loyalty. <clears throat> um, just little simple, like, you know, simple things. Like, you know, God bless a child that has his own. Just always make sure you have your own. Always make sure that you, you're you able to, you know, provide for yourself. You know, like, I guess that's like when they're 18, I guess, when mm-hmm. it gets to that point. But loyalty, definitely. You know, always be a good friend, be a good person. You know, um... I believe in karma. I'm big on karma. Mm-hmm. So just always put out good vibes, you know, good energy, and you'll receive it. All right. You know? Yeah. Definitely. How many kids do you want to have? I want to have at least two. Okay. That's realistic. At least yeah. two. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm an only child, but, like, you know, like I, my cousins are like my brothers. Mm-hmm. But technically, like, I really am my only child. But, I mean, I've always had someone around me, I guess, at some point in my life, so... But you wouldn't want, like, to have, like, just an only child? No, I want them to be able to, you know, experience a sibling and, mm-hmm. and play with somebody, grow up with somebody. True. I wish I had more siblings growing up. I had, like, you know, a brother. Yeah. But I do wish I had, like, more. Yeah, because it's like... 
Especially because you know it's funny because like on a boy and a girl is like Kenny was doing boy stuff like and you probably wanted to do girl stuff. I like I don't know, I have like all male cousins also so it's like there's a very obvious divide and yeah. like I'm definitely a more tomboyish because of it but I don't know I I'm not really sure honestly I feel like I really wanted to do boy stuff just because like everybody else is doing boy stuff yeah. but then like there are definitely things that I enjoy like as a girl I feel you. but I feel like that came later on in life like yeah. just appreciating being like. A woman and not just like being like the outlier no, so how would you want someone to break up with you <laughs> um um i don't know i mean breakups suck yeah. um i guess like respectfully like i mean in person is awkward because people always like dang you couldn't even do it in person. You had to do it all on the phone. But it's like, who yeah, wants to I sit did. down and get broken up <laughs> yeah. to their face? You know? Yeah. So I guess, like, I mean, hit me with this nice little phone call. But mm-hmm. don't do it via text. Just, you know, like, we can argue it out one last time on the phone and call it a day. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, then do it. I feel like if you're breaking up with me, you need to bring your replacement. That's what Trick Daddy said about his wife. He was like, I don't mind. We can get a voice. You got to bring your Bring your replacement. That's funny. <laughs> Do you have anywhere that you want to travel? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, so I just, like, last year I got my passport, and I went out the country a couple times, like, a few times last year. Oh, shit, a few times. Yeah. Well, my my last relationship was long distance, so oh. she lived in Singapore. So I went to Singapore twice, Thailand, oh my God. Malaysia, I know. So I was like on the map, right? Yeah, really. I've never been in love. I've never been <laughs> <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> like, that's how you love would have you doing some wild ass things. That's like a 25 hour flight. Yeah, $1,000 plane ticket probably too. Like, no. Nope. <laughs> but see, the thing is, like, all right, she was, she's dope. She went half on it, or either she would like completely take care of it. But Word. still, like, it's just, it's just expensive on mm-hmm. both halves because it's like we agree, like, all right. I'll get the plane ticket this time. You get the Airbnb, like the, you know, accommodations. So yeah. Half on this, half on that. You know, it's still a lot. Yeah. So did you guys meet here and then she moved away or? We met on Tinder. Yeah. I, I don't, like, this is what pisses me off about her. And I still, we still kind of argue about this. Like, you, like, you sought me out. Because I wasn't seeking anybody that was out of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you were on international Tinder. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> but you ended up in my radar. Yeah. It said you were Washington, D.C. But then in her bio, I will say I wasn't reading. It yeah. said currently in Singapore teaching. <laughs> I wasn't reading. Uh, Wait, so how did, I thought Tinder was, like, location-based. So exactly. Like, that seems, like, trickery. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's just, like... Cause then like way after the fact, like after we exchanged number and all that, like we're already like mid talking and I go and look at her Tinder. I'm like, now why does it say a hundred thousand miles away? Yeah. But at first it said 29 miles away, Washington, DC. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, how, what the fuck? Yeah. So I don't know. Wait, and that went on for two years, like just yeah, like we're... over the phone and like. Oh yeah. Well, okay. So we were started talking on, um, Tinder in July, like the end of July and she came out here in September mm-hmm. for the first time. And that's when we, you know, that's when we started dating. And then three months after that, she came out here. So, yeah, she came out back in December. Okay. And then after that, I went out. Because she's a teacher. So, over there, they teach all year round. Yeah. So, she gets a break every three months. So, I would go out there. Yeah. Or she would come out here. Okay. So, she came out here like three or four times, I want to say. I went out there twice. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. I know. I'm just like thinking about like if I was going to start another relationship, that shit would have to be like mad convenient. Like that's the same. Like no, same now. <laughs> like I will never, cause I even told myself then, like I told her, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever do the long distance thing, but then it just happened. I don't know. Yeah. We just hit it off. It just happened. We on the phone one day, we just, and we just start talking all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we started making plans. Like, all right, I'll see you in three months. We're going to go here in three eight. You know, but That's now insane. it just has to be, if, if it's not convenient, like literally falling him out, then it's not. Convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that right now. Um, so I've been, you know, like invading your life, asking you all oh, these questions and everything. Do you have any questions for me? Um, dang. Let's see. So after McNamara, you went to Maryland. Yeah. I just feel like I never saw you in Maryland either. I was very low-key at Maryland. What was your major in Maryland? Psych and econ. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's because I'm never, because I know, I don't know, like, it's just really weird how, like, we, like, in McNamara, we would see each other, but then after that, I just never saw you again, and then we randomly ran into each other. Yeah. But then you went to Maryland the whole time, I didn't even know. That's fine, because I would always come back to Maryland and visit um, either Howard, because one of my best friends went to Howard, and then the rest of them went to Maryland. Mm -hmm. So, because my school was boring, I told you that. So, I'd be back out here on Howard's campus or at UMD. (coughs) Yeah, Maryland was fun. And it was just, like, close enough to D.C., like, you know? Mm -hmm. And Route 1 is fun enough. I mean... Yeah, it's a shit show, though. Yeah. And then when y'all do Noxapalooza. Yeah, they, they that doesn't happen anymore. Because they build I was only shit. there for like one. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was there for like a couple one. of them jumps. But like when they build it up, when they built up over mm-hmm. there, that used to just be a big hill. Like, yeah. Yeah. That used to be crazy. The whole never, shit show. Like, crazy. Slip and slides, all that. <laughs> just craziness. Yeah. Ooh, what made you want to set your housewoman on 420? <laughs> it's literally just a coincidence. Just a free weekend. Yeah. Um, everybody's like, oh my god, 420. And I'm like, I just, guys, come on now. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. You know that's open invitation. But yeah, so I was like, I was telling people that I was going to have it in April. And then I was like, the 13th is way too soon because I have like too much shit to do around here. Right. And the 20th is like literally like the only other weekend that I felt like, like mid April, you know? I'm so free. yeah, so that's, that's how that happened. I'm weak. That's funny, because like, I was like, I was like, all right. <laughs> it's about to be lit. Like, like um, shit. What else? What make you like beer? I peep you like, you, you like Goose Island IPA, so I know you're a beer person. Oh, yeah. Um, it was an ex of mine, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we started like, well, he like introduced me to IPAs, and then I just always stuck with him, because I mean, especially when you're in college, like, high alcohol percentage is everything so it's like these are like high percentage beers like yeah don't get you trash yeah. quit no i wonder because it's like i just literally got i just started enjoying beer within the past few weeks black people don't like beer like generally like yeah. <laughs> no like i did i just hated it but now that i'm at this um at my new job it's a craft craft beer bar and now i love IPAs and I love local brew beer. Yeah, and it's just there's like, a lot of good ones in this area too. It's so good, mm-hmm. but the I like that Bud Light and all that just college trash. Oh, I can't do that anymore. I am so ashamed to say that like one of my favorite beers in in college was um, Miller Light, and like that was like good beer back then. Like that was like oh you're above like you know like all of that just tastes like yeah. I don't know what like, dirty water, like yeah. dirty water. No, like, like legit. Like, but now, like, when I have, like, what's, what's my favorite? Oh, fuck. I can't, I can't. Oh, man, I keep forgetting the name of it. But it's, like, a <laughs> spice. 
And it, it's like a, it has like a raspberry taste to it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I hate myself for forgetting because I keep asking my, like, my old GM. <laughs> I called her the other day and I'm like, Brie, what's the name of that beer that I like? And she told me. Blushing Monk. Okay, I've never heard of that. Who's that by? Founders. Okay. Yeah, Founders mm-hmm. Blushing Monk. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It's so good. But um, but other than that, yeah, I used to hate beer. Yeah. I hate it. I want to own a brewery someday, I think. I think it'd be fun. That'd be cool. Like, a But I would just want to own a lot of things. I just say things. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're hilarious. Like a little microbrewery. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Because I've, like, started, like, brewing beer. Well, I've been, like, trying to start brewing beer for a while. So. Really? Yeah. Cool. It's, like, it's not that hard, but it's just, like, it's a science project. Let's say that. Okay. Yeah. Have you tasted it? Yeah. And one of them was drinkable, but the other two are not. Like, it's it's a learning curve, definitely. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's, fun, that's what's up. Yeah, so um, I guess we should wrap this up. Do you have any social media that you want to throw out this? Uh, Everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Jewel underscore underscore boss or on Instagram at Jewel dot boss. And it's just a period, not like D-O-T. But (laughs) Do you have any projects that you're working on that are coming up? Um, Yeah, well, actually, it's funny. My buddy and I were dropping a song on Friday called... um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just chill. What's the name? <laughs> um, week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm forgetting. I keep having a brain fart. I literally forgot the name of this song for a second. Oh, right quick. <laughs> I was just promoting. It. I literally just did a tweet because he he sent this really cool um Google link and he sent me all the promo for it. And I was like, dang, this so okay. Rarely on purpose. I'm sitting there singing Rarely it in purpose. my mind, like. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, what is... But yeah, it's a dope-ass song. It's with Timmy Turnup. He's really cool. Um, But yeah, and then after that, I'm going to work on this project called Bamboo Thoughts. I'm in the studio recording that now. So yeah, like, by the summer, beginning of summer, I'll have new music. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, If you guys would like to listen to the podcast, you can do that on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. If you'd like to follow the podcast, you can do that at NTMY Podcast on on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, concerns, anything you want to share, you can shoot those emails to NTMYPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next week.